Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. Spectrum News One reports that the University of North Carolina at Greensboro in their College of Visual and Performing Arts are collaborating on a big art project with Industries of the Blind. This special project is helping University of North Carolina at Greensboro or UNCG Visual and Performing Arts students learn more about the blind community in their day-to-day lives. The project is essentially a public art piece telling stories about the blind and visually impaired using touch, sight, and sound. Here to talk about the project are UNCG School of Visual and Performing Arts recent graduate, Mary Martinez, Industries of the Blind Director of Community Outreach, Richard Oliver, and Industries of the Blind employee, Afia Jackson. Hi, everyone. Hello. Everybody, go around. Tell us about yourselves. Mary, you can start. All right. Well, thank you for having us on here. This is such an awesome uh, experience to have. I really appreciate you having us on. Um, my name is Mary Martinez. I, I um, like you said, I graduated from UNCG about uh, two years ago. I was, um, I graduated, but took an extra year during this project to work on painting. And um, I'm currently uh, in Greensboro. I'm, I'm working on my art out of Greensboro. And I work at a bookstore. You work at a bookstore? I do. It's called McKay's. We buy used books from the public, and uh, we sell a lot of random knickknacks and 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 comic books and video games. It's really cool. Wow, they must be both old and new video games. I take it. Oh yeah, we get some old classics: NES, Genesis. Nice. Now, Mary. What is the University of North Carolina at Greensboro and their College of Visual and Performing Arts all about? So the uh, the University of Greensboro at North Carolina, it was founded in 1891 as an all-women's college. And it, um, throughout its years, it became very well-known across the country as one of the um, most successful, prominent all-women's colleges. And... Um, uh, Men were first allowed to uh, be a part of the school in 1964. And the School of Visual and Performing Arts is made up of the different um, departments of visual and performing arts, such as music uh, department, the theater department, and then of course the visual arts. And then within the visual arts is where this project took place mostly, um, as well as the music. And um, the School of Visual Arts is made up of a multitude of different um, BAs, BFAs, different areas of study, such as painting, photography, art history, sculpture. And many of these were a part of this project as well. Um, the mostly including uh, sculpture, um, the art historians, and as well as the poetry department. Richard and Afia. What is Industries of the Blind? So Industries of the Blind here in Greensboro, North Carolina, we actually were founded in 1933. So we've been around for over 80 years with the same mission of 
employing people who are blind to achieve greater independence. Um, so we, we do a lot of work for the federal government. We have uh, contracts that we bid on and win to do different types of, of items. We sew combat uniforms, uh, physical fitness uniforms, and then we do a variety of office products that we assemble. And we also have a large distribution center where we warehouse government-owned materials and pull it and ship it all over the world. Um, this utilizing people who are blind. So you hire blind and visually impaired people to manufacture all these very special goods for people around the world. Primarily it is for the federal government, but we do sell some of our products to uh, the commercial population, to everyone else as well. All right, that sounds good. So let's get to the artwork. What was the motivation, everybody, for UNCG's College of Visual and Performing Arts and Industries of the Blind to hook up and collaborate on this project. I was lucky enough to be in, in my role here as community outreach. I do a lot with UNCG. Uh, we are, we're only separated by railroad tracks. So we have the opportunity to really engage with a lot of different students and a lot of different disciplinary studies. Um, and we were looking for ways to get deeper connections, be that learning lab uh, of sorts. And so through just meetings with different departments, different ideas getting batted back and forth, uh, I met Adam Carlin and Miriam, and we started this idea of, hey, what if we paired art students with some of our associates and let, let's see what creative art can come out of that telling of a story of the journey of someone who's blind. And then let's put that artwork on the outside of our building for the entire community of Greensboro to enjoy. Um, so that was really the big kickoff of it all. Yeah, this would tell the stories of the blind and the visually impaired in their daily lives using not only touch, but sight. And yes, sound. So, I mean, just to dive a little bit deeper into the project and how it grew, um, really it, it started off that, that there were six art students who needed to be paired with six IOB associates. So we did that and we knew there were going to be this interview process where it was one-on-one -on -one interviews and then the art students went back to start creating the art. Well, in the midst of all that, we also knew that to be able to really make it accessible, there was going to have to be an audio descriptive portion of this. So the interviews were then taken to art historian classes for them to do some more further interviews, but take that those recordings to turn into audio descriptives, not only of the art, but of the subject and the artist as well. and it snowballed from there. We needed something tactile. Okay, so now the sculpture students get involved, did castings, their own interpretation of the art to do castings. And then the music department found out about this project. They wanted to do original student-created art. Um, 
we had facilities made actually to hang the banners on the outside of the building. UNCG facility maintenance people came over and actually hung it for us. So this was a true collaboration across a lot of the university. That is fantastic. Mary, I understand there are going to be more images, audio material, transcripts, and stories about the blind coming through a website in the near future, right? There are, yes. We already have some of it up on the website. Um, and as you know, we're still going through the material, we're putting it up as we go, and it's going to finally be compiled um, at some point. The website is uncglibraries.com slash public dash art. Okay, we're going to put that up on speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com so our listeners can check it out. So, Mary, in your opinion, what did you learn from working on this project? Oh, my goodness. I learned so many things. Um, well, going to school at UNCG, I would pretty much walk by this building many days out of the week for the first, you know, four or three or four years of attending school there. And I never really knew what it was, what transpired inside the building. I just knew that it was the Industries of the Blind. It opened up this world of amazing people who invited us into their space. And I learned that this kind of large brick building that seemed mysterious in a way, it was full of all these amazing people with so many interesting stories. And um, through the process of interviewing Athea and speaking with other people who work there, I just got to know not only her on such a personal level, but uh, just to understand what somebody with a visual impairment has go through in their life, what she has gone through. All right, Mary and Fia, both of you worked on one of the paintings together. That painting shows a blind sewer. What's a blind sewer? How did you both come up with this painting idea? And how did you come up with the idea for how it was going to look? So, Brian, it, it actually is not... A, it's What the picture is is it's a it's a painting of Athea with her children walking down the street in New Orleans is what the is what the painting is okay um i was wondering if you could explain this to me um i'm originally from louisiana so um this was some of it came from and like i was explaining to Mary how me and my kids travel me using my cane holding my son's hand and my daughter's hand is in my pocket. And that's how it's described on the painting of us walking down the street in New Orleans. Um, my thought process was, you know, just letting people, not just sighted people, but other people know that blind people are free. We can do anything a sighted person can do. As long as we have accommodations, we might need to accommodate a little bit to do the same thing that they do. But I mean, my, my main focus was, you know, to let people know that we're independent. We can do things. We can take care of our kids. We can travel. We can do a lot of things, but we just need a little bit of extra something to get around or anything. Um, sure. During, uh, during uh, we had a couple interview sessions, me and Afia did together, so we could kind of workshop what she wanted in the painting, how she wanted to depict her life, her experience into a singular painting. 
which is hard for anybody. Um, Afia's love and, and, and drive to do everything for her children was the final outcome of that these um, discussion because it's just, it just comes through so strong. She had some difficulties in the past when she, when she had her children because she was visually impaired. She wasn't able to have full access to her children when they were born. So it just showed how she, how much she had to work just for basic rights of having custody of your own children and being able to be a mother, be a parent. And that was something very important that uh, we felt should be a part of the painting. I see. That's very good. Mary, can you tell us about some of the additional artwork that UNCG and Industries of the Blind are creating together? Yes. So in addition to these paintings, uh, Richard touched on this a little bit, um, but underneath each of the paintings, there is a depiction of the painting above it, and it has been transcribed by um, art historians and the poetry department from UNCG been put to an audio box that people can press the button to and it gives a full description of, of the colors look like, what the image is depicting. In addition to that audio description, there is a button you can press to play a piece that the music students collaborated with us on to create a, a brand new piece made specifically for the painting. And that included um, sound effects like this one created or it included um, children laughing in the background and birds chirping and jazz music playing in the background. And it was just a very emotional piece. And then in addition to those two, there were also bronze um, sculptures that were cast out of um, out of bronze, and they also depicted the images of the paintings. So the visually impaired are able to experience the painting by feeling it and touching it while listening to the description of it. And some included Braille. Everyone, how many other industries of the blind employees are involved with this particular project? So, so for year one so this is a three-year project the year one which is on the outside of the building currently it was six industries of the blind associates uh we've we're already we're in year two so we've already actually selected the art we've done the process of the artist interviewing the iob associates uh, and there were 10 of them so then come May or June of this year of 2021, we will hang the the new 10 pieces of art and recreate everything, right? All the audio descriptive, the original music, and then the tactile pieces, sculptures again, uh, will all be hung on the outside of the building. And then year three, we're expecting at least another eight to 10 students. So that's at about 24 in total, it should be somewhere around 24 uh, students. I mean, 24 industries of the blind associates that have pieces of art that get reflected on the outside of this building. 24 associates. That's amazing. 
Now, Mary, every piece of artwork comes with an audio and a musical interpretation that includes a sculpture, allowing people of all abilities to just take in this art. Explain more how that music and audio interpretation and sculpting are used. They they are used to um, allow, like you said, anybody to be able to experience the artwork, which of course was something that was very important to to Richard and uh, Miriam Stefan, our art professor, um, and everybody involved. Uh, so it's used in order to make it accessible to everyone, as many people as possible. We still haven't even met some of them because it was such a like far-reaching uh, collaboration. Um, uh, but yeah, music students came together to compose with the um, the historians and the poets to um, to analyze that vision and analyze the visuals of the paintings in order to create that allow the visually impaired to experience it by touch and sound. Richard, where at Industries of the Blind is this art piece located? What was done was the art, the actual pieces of art were, were digitized and they were, then they were put onto eight by 10 banners, vinyl banners. So eight feet by 10 feet. So they are actually hanging on the outside of our building. Uh, so as you drive by or walk by our building, they are there to see. And we really wanted, we wanted this to be some community engagement. So outside of our building was the place to put it. So now you have these eight foot by 10 foot banners that run down part of our building and directly underneath, as Mary was saying, are the audio boxes. So we have a, over 150 people who are blind that work here. So every day, you know, people are people pass by that work here, but also UNCG students and just the community at large are able to come by and press the buttons and listen to the music and listen to the, the audio to be able, you know, so we want people to enjoy it because the pieces of art, all six that are out there right now are just amazing, amazing pieces of art. So it, it's, this has been a wonderful, wonderful project. Um, I know our folks enjoy it, and I'm hoping that the community at large, as they go by every single day, are enjoying it as well. That's great. This is excellent, guys. Well, everyone, this art project's going to definitely help people further develop that understanding of the blind and visually impaired daily lives. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Thank you. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at speaking-out-4-a-blind.podcast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Speak out.
Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Have you heard? There's a new show on ACB Radio Interactive. This is Jason Castingway inviting you to join me on Artfelt. I will be bringing music to you that stands out, pieces that fill the heart and rouse the body, from symphonies that ring to songs that swing to harmonies that zing. I can make my most fantastic most fantastic dreams And everything in between. My goal is to take you on a musical safari, leaving you with the satisfaction of a journey well spent. So tune in to ACB Radio Interactive for Artfelt every Tuesday evening from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. For this is where music echoes the thoughts of the soul. Hello, this is Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip, hip, hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job. The First Amendment reads, The people shall not be deprived or abridged of their right to speak. The odds are, the person you just heard is an African American. Because African Americans are twice as likely to suffer a stroke as white Americans. That's twice as likely a stroke could rob you of the freedom to speak your mind. The freedom to shout from mountaintops. The freedom to tell your mother you love her. And it's twice as likely a stroke could take your life. Therefore, it's twice as crucial for us to do something about preventing a stroke. Learn how you can help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. A public service message brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream. Learn more about us at our website, www.acbradio.org.